Welcome to What'd You Do This Weekend? What'd You Do This Weekend? What'd You Do This Weekend? With Hillary Campbell and Derek Bachelman. We're two hilarious people and obviously best friends, but we live on opposite ends of the country, so we like don't know what the other person did this weekend. And every Monday, we're here to ask the age-old question, what'd you do this weekend? It's like the one true equalizer. Weekends and death. Death, taxes, and weekends. Yes, literally, we should make shirts. Listen as we have literally amazing guests each week to tell us about their weekends and sometimes they're the same as us but sometimes they're totally different maggie smith's downton abbey character once asked what is a weekend and we're here to answer the poor woman um so once again listeners i'm just gonna say really quick derek is gone again i'm telling you this too my co-host is gone again the strike lifting has actually which is a good thing. I don't It's like his schedule has gone crazy and he just found out he has to have a script in by tonight to the, to the, to the big, to the big men in charge. Um, and we all know how the big men in charge like to create fake deadlines. Um, (laughs) so he called and was deeply apologetic, uh, cause this happened last week and you know what, whatever, we're back at work, so that's okay. Um, but so just me here tonight with someone I'm so excited to talk to, um, a person I haven't spoken to in so many years and she just said to me, we're different people then. And I have to talk to you about that because it's like such a wild thing that you would say that to me right now based on the thing I did the last hour. So <laughs> it sounded so weird, but okay. First of all, um, tonight we have... Jesse Beth Conweiler with us, um, one of my favorite writers, directors, actresses, just people. Um, I know her from The Skinny and Meet My Rapist, which went back when I ran Slam Dance. Um, that's how we met. Your film was so like eye-opening to me and um, really personal for me too. And I just was like so taken away by your voice. And then also by the skinny. The skinny helped me realize I had an eating disorder. I was like, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) No, no greater, no greater compliment. Literally, I was like, okay. (laughs) Finally, someone said eating disorder light. Like, 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 you're like, well, I have one. Yeah. Right, obviously, but I, I'm not dead, so it's yeah. not that bad. I'm like here, though. <laughs> yeah. So, this isn't about my weekend, but I... Well, congrats, congrats. I'm so excited. I'm so excited, I'm so excited you're here. And, and I, well, anyways, I'm just excited to talk to you. But, okay, so I just read my diary from 2012, and I'm, like, so far from that person. And I didn't even know I had a diary at that time. And I'm just, it's just, I don't know why I just did this, but I just found it in my closet. And I like literally wrote down how much I hate myself. And I'm like, what? Like writing down, I hate myself. Overall, like continually for like years. And it's so riveting to think about your former self. And now I'm just sitting here like, wow, I don't hate myself. Like I, I love myself. <laughs> But when you said we were literally different people, you know, 10 plus years ago, slammed in, I'm like, yeah, literally. Anyways, I'm, I'm like having like a... And I, I think, I... I don't know. I don't even have a thought. I'm like, wow. Well, I, I think I think it's... Re- well, I think it relates to what you're saying, though, about like the eating disorder, where it's like the way I look at it is it's like that was the tools that yeah. I had at the time. Like 10 years ago, your best thinking was like, well, I'm feeling weird. So it yeah. must be my fault. Therefore yes. I hate myself. Like it's a very, like it's mm-hmm. distorted thinking and it's like, okay, like great hypothesis. Absolutely <laughs> incorrect. <Great> yes. <laughs> Scientifically I'm thinking I hate myself. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm always, I don't, I don't mean to make light of like people that are actually no. sui- like that are actually no. suicidal or depressed, but I'm always just like, Oh my god, I want to die, and then I'm like, oh, I'm tired. <laughs> like, yeah, I, know, I need right? to take <laughs> There's something else going on here. Um, yeah. So yeah, so I went to a trip to 2012 um, wow. today, but um, but we're gonna come back out of that, and um, and we're gonna talk about whatever the hell it is you did this weekend. Oh my god, this so is weird. I like haven't I literally didn't. I just didn't even think about this podcast at all, but I was like, no oh, one right, I have- ever does. So don't okay. worry. Everyone always comes on and they go, oh shit. 
I'm like, I didn't go to any galas. Like, I didn't, I didn't so, solve oh, that, oh, peace wait, in the Middle I didn't East. Do, I actually didn't do anything at all. But we can talk about not doing anything. That's actually, to me, riveting. I mean, I can tell you what I did, tell and then about, you can tell, tell me. me about, yeah, I'll tell you too. Tell me about Friday evening. Okay, Friday evening, I finished a script that I started during Mm -hmm. the strike with my friend Hunter, and so Mm -hmm. we, like, finished it, and immediately, like, he left my house around, like, five or six, and I immediately was just like, I have to be alone, I can't think, I think I did some combination of, like, eating, masturbating, napping in bed, like, having to, like, fully... All the, fuel, alone things. <laughs> all the alone things. My boyfriend's in the next room, just like, anything else you need, baby? But I did, oh the God. one, I, I'm not super Jewy, but it was like a really shitty week this week. And I did right. light the Shabbat, I sh- lit the Shabbat candles, which was like a nice, like, that you always feel nice. so, you feel silly, but you're like, I don't think it's going to hurt to pray for peace, even though, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. It's definitely not going to hurt. No, and I think um, anything anyone can do right now to feel some type of um, taking care of yourself emotionally and whatever it takes to, like, feel like you're doing something um, for yourself while coping with everything right now. Um, Friday night was also just obviously weird in New York, given all these things that are misinformation flying around, you know? Yeah. Um, and are you Jewish? I'm not, but I'm surrounded by Jewish people. I was going to see you, you have the Jewish neuroses. I mean, I mean it Thank as a compliment. You. Yeah. Thank, no, and I take it as one. Um, I do a lot of stand up about how like I didn't grow up with Jews and I'm deeply sad about it to this day. Like I was like, what? I would have, I would have loved it. Like I, would, yeah. I wish I had known any Jewish people, but there was actually a, quite the lack of Jewish people in Northern California, Southern California, not true. Northern California Maybe now it's not true, but in the 90s, when I was growing up, like, I didn't know Jewish people. I didn't meet a Jewish person. Where, like, where in Northern California? Um, Sonoma. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, that's like, I yeah, can't believe you're from Sonoma. Very, that's it's crazy. That it's funny that I'm from there. Well, it's actually not weird. It actually really adds up. But, <laughs> but, um, but I do a lot of jokes about whatever. Like, I'm like, I love, I love, I love the Jews. How can I yeah. I mean, but... But all the weird stuff going on and, like, threats and, um, and the city. Um, yeah, how, how is it there? Because my, my yeah, best friend was I don't even know me. how to put it. I, like, yeah. just don't even know, like, what words to use. Like, I was um, teaching Friday night and then I, teaching in the city, like, teaching an in-person class. And, what, um, what do you teach? just cartooning just kind of like a fun Friday not like a serious class kind of like let's just like draw our feelings and like you know hang out have a glass of wine if you want figure it out a joke from your life that day and I actually had like a pretty full class and then no one showed up um Mm. only three girls which I understood I was like yeah I think everyone's like why would you know trying to just like take care of themselves and stay home um but But New York is such a different vibe than LA like it's like in New York like I get it you guys are it's like when somebody says like terrorist threat you're like okay that's like Like I mean like it would happen yeah and I just keep thinking like okay they're really gonna do it at the Americana in Glendale like they're really gonna do like and like LA is so spread out I think it gives the illusion more of safety that I Mm -hmm. just didn't feel a threat on that level like I would in the city yeah, I think I, like, it really started to, like, hit me as I was, like, getting out of the apartment at, like, five, and I was, like, I'm actually, like, I'm actually quite afraid to go into Manhattan right now, and I was, like, trying to grapple with those feelings. I was, like, okay, it's, no, you're gonna be fine, and I was just sort of, like, a little on edge just because any threat is scary in New York. Um, <laughs> Manhattan is, you know, it's just, like, it's an island, um, and... Anyway, so a lot of people didn't come, and I was like, yeah, I get it. Um, and then the people we that came to class, we talked through some stuff. And, you know, we had a nice class, and it was actually just nice to be with some like-minded women that night. Um, 
But it was, um, like, yeah, like, riding the subway and stuff kind of just felt strange. Um, and I feel like I typically actually don't feel like I'm unsafe in New York. I feel like New York be having so many people in it. It's, like, not it's the opposite. I get more scared on a, you know, an empty road in, in, the, sub, in the suburbs. Um, yeah than I would ever just walking around Manhattan. But it was, um, and I knew that was, I could tell, like, there's a big group chat of all the New Yorker cartoonists, and people were just really, just really on edge, which, understandably. Um, but it's so, this weird, it's this weird thing as a Jew where you're, like, the difference between, like, th- there is a hierarchy of, like, fear, where you're, like, yeah, okay, I don't want to weaponize anti-Semitism, but it is real, right. but, like, actually, me and everybody I know is safe, and, like, I know people that are dead. Right. I know people that are dead, but they're tw- they're twice removed from me. So, like, it's such a weird... It's just been such a weird fucking week of, like, well, how many dead babies? Did you see the heads? And it's, like, it's just conversations I that... I truly, Hillary, like, I, I know this wasn't the weekend, but I, like, met some friends on Wednesday night, like, some lovely Gentiles, and I'm, like, I didn't want to cancel because we had plans, and I, like, walked yeah. in, or one of my friends is Puerto Rican, and I was, like, making a joke, and I was, like, uh, you texted me, you didn't, like, you hate Jews, like, yeah. just, that's my humor, yeah. and my friend yeah. was, like, well, where did you text me during Hurricane Maria, like, and I just oh, no. started, like, but kind of giving me what I was get get like, I conditioned out and yeah. I can't take it a lot. I started bawling. Well, you'll appreciate this. I started bawling. I was like, fuck this. I can't do this. And I ran into the kitchen. <laughs> I thought I was leaving. And I ran into the kitchen. <laughs> I'm actually and then I <laughs> it was like, I ran outside and then none of them followed me. I thought everyone was going to come chasing after me. Nobody came after me. No and I was you. like, no one followed me out. And then I finally came back and I'm like, I just want to fucking leave. And it was like sitting at that dinner. I think it was just hard for me because they were like, hey, how are you laughing? And I'm like, what are you guys talking about? Like, I've just been in it with counting bodies and trauma and all this stuff. Like, how can you guys be talking about the fucking appetizers right now? So I think there's been a lot of, um, but I, and then I'll shut up. But it's then we trauma. It's everything. Yes. It's like it's, yes. It's 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 wildly multi layered. It's not yes. There's nothing about these feelings that are clear cut. Um, and nothing yes. about the acting. You know. So I think it makes. I mean, that's why I emailed you. I was like, you do not have to do this. But I don't like. I'm not gonna make someone sit here and talk. You know. Um. So. Anyways. Yeah. I mean, I I think it's also. Yeah. I never want to do anything and then when I do it I'm like I'm glad I did it like I'm glad I went to yeah, that dinner true. we winded up having a laugh hugging restoring United Nate yeah. oh god we all think dead babies are dead are, are bad yeah. you know it's like you never regret being with people that's so true oh that's what you know what put that put that on a pillow you never regret put that on one of your cartoons do it right now. Um, okay, I want to so know. Friday. Yeah. Oh, tell me what. No. I just want to do a. I want to do a side. Um, I know this isn't the <laughs> podcast, but I just want to. I fine. want. I want to do like. How did you become a famous cartoonist? Because I knew you. <laughs> You're so successful. I'm, you're crushing it. You make your I weird mean, little cartoons and you're on, it weird. doesn't get bigger than the New Yorker. Like, I know I'm sure you're still depressed, but it, it's amazing. Well, I'll, I love to remind everyone I'm very poor. <laughs> I go, <laughs> I go, that makes me I feel know, better. I know <laughs> that I look successful and like, I, in theory, I am. <laughs> <laughs> But believe me, an artist, it, it, it does not make you rich in other ways. But, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm doing what I want to do. Um, and it is why I think also having looked at that diary from 2012 and just being like so distant from my former self. And um, I do look to drawing having like saved me in a lot of mm. ways, which is mm. writing too, you know, it's drawing and writing. And like, I know it's something I've definitely like, just like said in a therapy session before being like the person I was before I was just drawing all the time and writing all the time 
and the person that I am now are so different, but it's because I found that outlet and, um, and it became obviously my whole life. Um, but, uh, it's wild. Very cool. I'm I'm very proud of you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of all of us. And you have a great sweater on, first of all. Those are really good colors. Oh, thank you. Made well. Oh, it's gorgeous. Um, I, yeah, what a, just, also, I just, I just started submitting films again, and that made me feel like, also, I was like, I feel like I'm back at a slam, like, that made me, I was like, I haven't submitted a film to a festival in so long. And then I feel like I'm, I guess I'm really having a return to the self. <laughs> a return to what? Um, to the self, to a previous self. I don't know. I yeah. Everything's like coming back to like meat. I don't know. Um, but. Maybe you should okay. do some kind of like ritual. You know, it's like whenever I'm having, all, when, whenever I feel like something's a huge fucking deal and I tell yeah. everyone in my life and no one else thinks it's as interesting or deep, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I need to do. Is that your dog? My dog is snoring. Oh, she's dreaming. <laughs> oh my gosh, Marjean. You know we're talking about you. Riveting. Okay. Um, doing a ritual. Is that what you're about to say? She's doing some this kind of like episode now. <laughs> she's lucid dreaming. Not... Yeah, she's probably um, eating a squirrel. Um uh, I think that's, um, I love that. And, um, and I will, I think I'll have to do something really, I'm going to burn something tonight or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. so back to Friday. Wait, so you, we know that we, you, you had some food, you took a nap, you masturbated. <laughs> that's beautiful. Oh, I watched, I um, back. yeah. I watched, uh, I'm doing like a rewatch of, I'm not like a, I don't watch every season of The Housewives, but I watch sure. New York and I'm doing a rewatch of like Bethany and Carol's mm. disintegration of their friendship because okay. I'm kind of going through like a, no, it's yes. good. It's like a growing apartness, taking yeah. space kind of thing, but I'm like, okay, let me, let me watch things about friendships falling apart. Yeah, that's, I had a huge friendship actually from my old LA and previous times that, um, was necessary for us to get away from each other. Um, and that was, I still, I think I'm still unpacking that to yeah. this day. Yeah. Um, it is a real breakup and, and, you know, it doesn't matter if it's romantic or not. Derek's going to be devastated that you brought up the housewives cause he, my co-host Derek is, um, obsessed obsessed with the housewives and i know i don't know shit i don't know anything i don't i don't know i don't know a goddamn thing i would i would i would uh, i would just say you're not missing anything but i would say like my most reality tv like it's good before like the early seasons when Mm -hmm. it's not aware of itself and it's not plastic and fighting it's really Mm -hmm. about female friendships and it's totally real and they're really friends and you can tell and so it feels you you just I don't know I get it's really it's really good it's really good it reminds me I go I when I (laughs) when I first got obsessed my ex and I were obsessed with Married at First Sight and like the first two to three seasons when it, it is actually people that are trying to find a partner at the end of the aisle, which is insane um, for the way the show works. Um, but the first season is like beautiful because these people, they act, a lot of them actually truly do fall in love and are still together to this day. And then after that, the show is like a joke and everyone's just on it to get famous or whatever um and, and that's the same arc that that's why I couldn't yeah. watch The Bachelor I was like okay everyone's yeah. just saying you're in, not in it for the right reasons I'm like this is so boring these women are really in the beginning like yeah. you see 50 year old women like hobbling around in their high heels being like you didn't invite me to the party and like that real like yeah, that I just like did I do feelings. something yeah oh god oh my god no you know what I should watch season one of that shit then, because that would bring me to tears. That would bring me to Let me know. Tears. Let me know if you want. Give I had it a, a nightmare. Try. I actually had a nightmare this weekend that my best friend didn't love me anymore. Ooh. And I have that. I've We've known each other since we were four. 
four or five. And it's a recurring nightmare I have, not often, but like once a year I have this nightmare that she doesn't want me around and that she's actually never wanted me around. And like, and it's like, so it's such a, it's the nightmare is never like, there's never anything like weird happening. It's just like, it's just like, we're just hanging out and it's like, it's like this harsh reveal. But is it something, is it something to wake up to? I was going to say, is it the kind of dream where you wake up and you're like, you feel like like, you went to war? yes, Yes. You feel horrible and like so shook. And I always text her, I'm like, it happened again. She's like, I love you. And I'm like, right. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, it's so insane. What a feeling. I mean, that's just your core. That's amazing that you've had the same best friend since you were four. It is. And we brag about it a lot, too. We get really annoying when we're That's more impressive to me than people that have been together since high school. Like, that people that have dated since they were four. I know. <laughs> We've been dating like a really long time, okay? And she just had her ba- a first baby, and it's like it's just wild. The baby's like one Aww. So life. Well, okay, there you go. I'm changing, but no, I was gonna like, say. No, I was like, oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Because she also got married, and like I, it was it's so weird to feel like you're like, oh, you have her now, and you're like, no, <laughs> I have her, sir. Um. But what's I gonna say? We actually okay. Friday night when I got when I did eventually somehow I got out of class nine thirty or I was heading home at nine thirty, which was what later than I should have been at that class. Or maybe I got home at nine thirty. Either way, it doesn't matter. I couldn't believe it that the sweet green was still open and doing deliveries at that hour. Did you ever think a sweet? I was so hungry and I wanted a lot of vegetables and I was like, nothing's gonna be perfect. You postmated it. I got sweet greens delivered, and then I have this funny accident that I I think I catch it every time, but somehow my name is always filled out as cartoons. Like it's like it doesn't say my like it takes my email. That's funny. And like inserts that into so my first it says cartoons by and like that's just like who the it's like always on the bag. Um, But I got my salad, and I just couldn't believe I got my salad. a salad late at night, you know, kind of a weird, rare moment for salad. I think of lunch, you know, I'm a, it's a lunch item, but I was just really wanting, I was kind of trashy all week and I was trying to not be a little like cheese and bread gremlin. Um, but, but that's the best when you actually eat healthy. And yeah. Then I was like, and I actually wanted it. To, speaking <laughs> of eating disorder recovery, you're like, I feel like I'm doing something right when I'm like, I fucking want kale. Yeah, I know. Like, it feels it good. A thrill to have a nice salad. Yeah. You're like, no way, dude. Yeah. I can't believe it. It Friday feels night. good. Yes. <laughs> Friday night, she's having a salad. She's going to bed. She's doing that. <laughs> girl dinner. Oh, my God. Oh, I got so mad when girl dinner, like, came out of the New York Times, like, whatever it was a couple months ago, because I was like, it's literally, like, the subject of my next book, and it's like actually my entire personality and I was like you guys just took this from me you assholes but obviously not everything's about me (laughs) but it I mean it is it's like I just I work in an industry where everything's already been done every idea has already been done every time I have something come out I'm like oh my god it's a thing and you just have to go like but it's my version of it so it's I have to die on that cross yeah thank you thank you no no no, you're fucked Uh, excuse me, honey. It's late. It's too late for you. Might as well stop trying to make girl dinner happen. Go to your grave. No one's buying the book, okay? Um, but just know that the book is called The Joy of Snacking, and it'll probably be out in late 2025 because it's gonna take that long. Um, but okay, but okay. You watched. You watched Real Housewives because so my boyfriend and I, and I've already talked about this last week on the last episode, but like. I never, I didn't see this happening to me, okay? I've never, and you just said this, I'm like, I've never watched The Bachelor. Like, I've never, this is was not a thing in my life. And now that he's 70, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I want to watch it. So I, we, we absolutely watch The Golden Bachelor. Um, um, I take it back. Changed. Me and my me and my boyfriend watch have started watching it as well. Yeah, okay. It's amazing. What? It's, it's amazing. So interesting. It's so wholesome. It's so yes. amazing. And you know what we were saying? The reason why it's so refreshing is because you're like, it's people that have gone through fucking shit. It's people that yeah. have been humbled by yeah. life. 
It's mm-hmm. genuine love. It's in it for the right reasons. Like, I'm telling you. <laughs> it is, though. It really Literally. Is. I know. All the women have so much going on with them. Even if they're boring, they're interesting. Because, like, they've lived something. They've, they have... They've been they humbled. Have they've been humbled by life, man. Yeah. They have... They've, they've either been divorced or they've lost a partner or... I mean, and then did you watch this week's... The, no, I haven't watched it yet. I don't, okay. Oh no, my god, okay, I won't say anything yet. I won't say shit. Other, just say that continues to be emotional, honey. Continues to be emotional. I, I will um, say it is the best. I, I, I'm not trying to Botox shame because it's like people just do what you want to make you happy. But I'm just like, yeah. I grew up with a grandmother and a mother who were just, yeah. they're all just so beautiful and natural. And I'm like, I just will never do that. And it's such a fucking PSA to not touch your face and not put chemicals in your face and don't get facelifts they because all the all women have some weird ass shit going that on. You, it, you look like a gremlin. Like you look mm-hmm. crazy mm-hmm. in with facelifts and all the women that have natural, beautiful wrinkles are mm-hmm. gorgeous. In my opinion. I, I agree with your opinion. Because it, because it's a fact. To, um, because my opinion is fact. But because like, yeah, some of them look terrifying. They have, it's unfortunate. You go, what happened? Like you know, part of your face is frozen, the other part is not. It's everything is coming out to be this sort of just strange version of humanity. And um, and then a lot of the women obviously just look like just they look nice like women <laughs> they look like women i'm always thinking back to terry gilliam's film brazil um when the the woman gets so much plastic surgery that she puts a shoe in her head um have you ever seen that movie it's no wild. no i need to see it it's a futuristic sci-fi film um that i it's really ahead of its time it's old, um, but if anyone's listening and wants needs something to watch this month, um, watch Terry Gilliam's Brazil because it's strange. The art direction is unreal, um, and if anything, see it for this woman who's every time they come see her again, like something crazier and crazier has happened to her body. Oh my god, this is this looks amazing. Yeah, it's a. I remember it was a big part of film school. What I can't remember which class we watched it in, but it was like a very like pinnacle film for us to watch Um, see this is why this is the only reason that I'm upset I didn't go to film school I'm like the movie the movie references you (laughs) guys throw out (laughs) we did see we saw a lot okay we saw a lot um but anyways plastic surgery really frightens me too because there's so many women that I adore and love in Hollywood that have had bad plastic surgery that I just I kind of just like I weep for them. I go, I'm just sorry you you did that. I know. And I'm sorry. And then, you know, and then you're like, well, I'm sorry you felt the need to do it. It's like, it's, like, it's not their fault. Like, it's like, that's the world coming at you. Um, and I just wish that that kind of pressure didn't exist anywhere. Um, I, I was telling my boyfriend the other day, like, I, I'm not exempt from it. I have to yeah. be on camera I have to literally yeah. edit myself and look at my body and yeah, you know it feels horrible. It's, it's still hard but yeah not all the time sometimes I'm like damn yeah. you know, you yeah, yeah. um but yeah. it's still it's hard but I'm like I always tell my boyfriend I'm like I can't I just cannot wrap my head around how much time some women put in their appearance because I'm like, I just truly don't have the time. Like I'm busy doing my work. I'm busy doing my OCD therapy. I'm busy doing like, I'm busy being in the world. I'm busy thinking about fucking Israel and Palestine. Like, of course I watch trash and of course I'm not like, I'm not trying to say I'm better, but I'm just like, I just simply don't know how they have the time. I don't. I mean, to do the Pilates and do the cleansing and do so many things. I can barely wash my hair. Like I, I wash my hair once a week. It's like it looks great. Like, By the way, that's how many that, that's how much yeah. you're supposed to wash it. it looks great. I know. I always let people know. I go. You actually don't need to be doing that whole thing. But I think about my high school self when I would straighten my hair every morning like a psycho because we all thought at that time in the early two thousand like when I needed I had the hair straightener out. And just being like, God forbid, I had a single, you know, because I, I, like, in high school and all that. But I literally, you have straight hair. hair. I know. Like, why did I do that? <laughs> like, you have beautiful straight hair. It's really weird to me 
and I, my girlfriend, Elaine, and I, we'd laugh about the concept that we would, like, I mean, we all did it. It was such the, like, the era in the early 2000s of, like, leggings with Ugg boots and girls that straightened their hair. Yeah. And, like, that was all that was happening. Um, I would get that, too, I, a blowout. I would have, like, really thin eyebrows. Oh, well, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we all had eating disorders, though. Like, know, the 2000s were wild. They had some of the strangest looks um, to this day. Um, okay, okay, back on track. So what would you do Saturday? <laughs> Tell me about Saturday. Saturday, I you woke up, you do you I'm, drink coffee, do you drink tea, do you... Oh my god, we're going to start with coffee? I, no, I don't know. I, I, have, I have a hard out at six, so... Okay, I had coffee. <laughs> no, I know, I know. I'm kidding. Tell me whatever you want to tell me. <laughs> Jesus, Hillary. Um, you must. You're like a details person. Yeah, you're a I details really person. love. I love knowing where anything about a person. <laughs> I I, lo- I I I love knowing what a person eats in a day, and I always ask everyone. And <laughs> yes, I I understand. There's certain things that are interesting yeah. to me, but um, yeah. I'm not that Jewish. But I did go to temple on Saturday morning, and I I mm-hmm. dragged my Gentile boyfriend, and Beautiful. I just was like, you know, it feels like the thing to do to go be with other Jews. Yeah, I think that's the right, the right choice, or the right choice for you. How was? How did it feel to be there? Um, it was like, oh my god, why am I at fucking temple? This is what I like. It, mm. <laughs> I can't believe I yeah, voluntarily like, go to temple. <laughs> um, but my temple's very cool. Shout out to Rabbi Susan Nefesh. It's like very hippie. It actually is like in a church in Echo Park. Mm. So I'm always just like, if they want to bomb mm. us, like they're not going to think to go to a they're church. They're not going to know. They're not going to know. Yeah. Um, um, but it was, very, it, it was very, it was very cute. And yeah. my, it was very cute because there was a whole service, you know, it was like they talked about the conflict and, when you kill somebody, you kill a whole world. And um, when you save someone, you save a whole world. And she gave all of these examples about, like, she's just irrepressibly, like, hopeful. Like, she's the kind of person, like, when she had cancer, she was like, and the nurses that took care of me and the parking spot that I got to get my can Like, you know those people that will just, they just they are, it. they're yeah. relentlessly optimistic and that's why, I mean, she is who she is, but, um, that's why she's a rab, yeah, that's why she's a rab, but telling all the stories of the helpers and, you know, obviously we need to like hold Palestine and Gaza in our hearts as much, just as much. And, um, mm-hmm. I really like her view to it for it. And then I cried a little and you gotta cry. I, I love a cry. I love crying, whether it be bad crying or happy crying or confused crying. I think whenever I do cry, I'm sort of like, there's so much relief in it, even if it's painful. Do you have like, like levels of crying? Because the only crying that I can do is this. <laughs> like it's very like hard. Like I'm so jealous of yeah. people that have like one tear. I'm like anytime I cry, it's this face. Like yeah, like Wah. yeah. Um, okay, that's interesting. Whoa, I think my radiator just turned on. All right, you guys, the seasons are changing. Okay, um, I I mostly loud cry, definitely. I, I won't, I don't, I'm not like having like a tear, a single tear moment often. I think I've, I've definitely, I've done it. I've, I've had single tear. I've had several tears. Um, but then recently I've been more, I've been doing some more hysterical crying to my boyfriend. Um, more, a lot more of that when it happens. And, um, I think that he, I'm in a new. That's what boyfriends are for. Absolutely. Um, I'm in a newer relationship, and so I actually have not seen him cry yet, and I'm, like, desperate, <gasps> too. I'm desperate to see some tears. It will happen. Um, especially if he keeps dating you. No, I'm just kidding. I know. hey because I'm crazy. No. Okay? Are you, how did you guys meet? It's okay. 
Um, he's my neighbor. Oh, that's so New York. <laughs> oh my God. That's so adorable. No, no, it's ridiculous. Like um, same building? Like, luckily not same building. Cause I think that could get, I mean, it's already like, wow, I think this could get weird. Um, but, uh, he, two doors down. So two, like there's a building between us. <laughs> like the band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, so, listen, it makes travel time easy. Um. I was going to say, it's not just L.A. that's, like, east side, west side. Like, if you're oh, in yeah. Queens and someone lives in Brooklyn, you can't date them. Like, you, it's, it's really, really hard. I've tried. Okay? Yeah. I've tried. I've dated people all over this damn town. and um, But then you got to spend the night when you don't want to. Yeah. And it's like you got to bring clothes. Yeah. Yeah. You got to pack a bag. Um, you're always shuffling stuff. And actually, it was a huge argument in my past relationship that he had a lot of frustration that he was always shuffling stuff to me. I was like, I know, <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> so sorry. Um, well, that's really um, cute. That's fun. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. It's a good. It's been. It's been a good thing in my life. So I'm grateful for it. Um, and uh, but I haven't seen him cry. Okay, everyone. So give me tips. <laughs> How can I get him to cry? No, um, is um, he like? Is he? Is he very sensitive? Is he more stoic? Is he? He is, he, I would say he, I think he's going to listen to this, so let's, James, hi. Okay, hey, so. Hey, sweetie. Hey, sweetie. I think you're sensitive and stoic at the same time. I think that he is not a kind of guy that's, like, doesn't have, you know, he's he's really goofy and silly, and so he definitely, like, he doesn't, like, hide all his feelings, but he does hide a lot of his feelings. Um, but you know the crazy sort of thing classic is classic heterosexual male situation. But men are so they feel everything. They just don't oh, emote. Know. Like women yeah. emote everything. We like emote before we even know if we feel it. I I know. I don't know what's going on half the time. <laughs> but but men are men like like my yeah. boyfriend's always just like I'm like oh my god I'm so crazy. He's like you say everything that I'm feeling. Yeah. I just don't have the wherewithal to connect it and like say it all. Yeah. I will say um, he will start crying more being around you and being around your open emotional openness. My openness. Yes. <sighs> Thank you. <laughs> and he's going to go he's going to cry and he's going to be like like my my boyfriend's very like um very calm and he'll be like I'm just really upset. <laughs> Sorry, I freaked out, babe. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding? Because I, I call it my telenovela. I'm in a bathrobe. I start, I start at the top of him, and then I slowly descend downwards, and I get on the floor, and I go, just leave me. I go, just leave me here. Like it's full on. It's beautiful, though. I, you know what? I live for a meltdown. You guys, that was a fascinating meltdown I just had. <laughs> um, let's break it down. What happened in the meltdown? Um, so after, so you, okay, we have 17 minutes here. So, okay, what, did you do anything? It's not a, time? it's not a hard out, sorry. Like, I want um, it to be a hard out now. Well, okay, I saw, <laughs> I went, <laughs> I went, to, okay, I'll talk quickly. I went to lunch. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I was feeling so Jewy. I go to lunch. Who do I see at lunch? Okay. Oh, no. Sarah Silverman. Oh, that is okay. I go, okay, Hashem, we got it. We get you. <laughs> um, and then I was like kind of being a bitch to my boyfriend. We walked around Echo Park Lake and I was kind of being a bitch. And I was like, I was like, I'm being a bitch and mm-hmm. I need more alone time. <laughs> Because yes, I've had like a... I'm going to need to be alone. I've, see, I'm, I'm acting out. I'm being a bitch. <laughs> so I did that I'm so boring I did that no I stayed in bed all day first of all I was gonna say what what's your Saturday what's your Saturday Saturday it rained it was pouring um pouring down that fun as they say it was raining so much that the second we woke up I said James we're staying in bed literally all day I love it I I made the announcement so that we knew it was happening and that we couldn't feel bad you know it's like it's fine we're staying in bed all day 
And we just watched, like, an unreal amount of TV. We watched, like, a lot of Antique Roadshow, which I forgot is my favorite thing in the world because people are so funny on there. And oh, I've never strange. seen that. Oh, man. They're so excited about whatever random item they inherited from their great-grandmother. And they can't wait to tell you the really bad story about how they got this piece of furniture and then it's always somehow worth all this money. And then every time you go, wow, are they going to sell it? And they go, that's great. We're going to keep it in the family. <laughs> you go, why did you come here? <laughs> like, like, what was, like, they're like, they're not in it for the right reasons. <laughs> and they find out all of it. They're like, this is actually worth $30,000. And you're like, dude. And they go, incredible. I'll pass it on to my niece. You're like, okay. She's gonna sell it immediately. <laughs> like That's when funny. she sees this episode. Um, and it's just like really low grade PBS quality. You know, like I really appreciate um, local television stuff like that where you're yeah. like, no one's trying to make this a good show. Right. They're just getting their clips and right. they're editing those clips together with like a wipe, like a wipe edit in between. And then that's the whole show. Um, wholesome. It is wholesome and beautiful. And it, and it makes me giggle because I, I live for basically any sort of small town America stuff. Um, but no, we watched that. We watched a horror film um, called No One Can Save You. That was really interesting. It had almost no dialogue in it. And I really thought that was cool. Like it was no dialogue, but like like riveting. Mm. Um, it's kind of an a- alien-ish. No, a full alien trauma story and then um you guys bang it out we did have sex yes yeah because you just started Um, dating how could you not (laughs) um and then just continued to be on the couch i don't even know just watch so i mean forensic files I actually saw one of the more horrific forensic files I've actually ever seen, and I was like, I thought I've seen every forensic files, and I'm, like, shook by this episode. Um, And that was a weird, I was like, I feel like, because I get so, like, I watch so much of this type of stuff that I'm often, like, you know, my brain desensitized can scare me. Nothing can possibly scare me. Yeah. And... This was a stray bullet episode that had me like I was like I actually we need to watch something else for a while I'm very upset about this, um, but you know what forensic solved it and I found that to be incredible because it was a stray bullet that I you don't even know how it got there. Um, nice. Anyways, um, what and then we just watched more. It really just rained so much. I mean, our dogs went out. I mean, we eventually had to take... I have a dog, and my boyfriend has a dog, so together there are dogs. <laughs> and um, it's a lot sometimes. We have two large dogs in Brooklyn, um, and then it was pouring rain, but we still had to take them out, and they just got soaked. And um, and then all of a sudden, James got obsessed with, like, we saw a commercial about, like, he doesn't, he's, like, such a healthy person. This was very funny to me. People, we're all multitudes, right? He saw a commercial for, like, this really weird new Coca-Cola that they're calling, like, they're calling it Y3000, which is, like, sounds like something, actually sounds like something from 2002 to call something Y3000. And they're saying it's, like, the new wave of Coca-Cola, and it's got, like, purple and pink colors on the label. And he's like, I just really want to find it. I was like, really? <laughs> like, you don't, like, you eat healthy. Like, you don't, I'm always the one trying to put Velveeta in your mouth. Like, um, and I didn't think he'd find it. I was like, this is probably, you have to probably, have like, go, like, to some really nice, I don't know. Or you have to go to, like, Walmart, like, because we're looking for it online. I was like, we're not, like, driving to Walmart right now just so you can have, like, one Coca-Cola. But then we went to the bodega, and they fucking had it. They had yeah, at the corner bodega. They have everything. Yeah, the corner bodega had the Y3000 Coca-Cola. And um, I realized as we were buying it, I was actually wearing a Coca-Cola jacket. And I was like, well, this is funny. <laughs> I uh, felt like a walking ad, and um, so I made was it, take was my it good? It actually was really good. Did it, it taste had... like regular Coke? No, it, it, I don't know how to describe that it, and this was the only word I could use. I was like, it tastes smoother, but I don't know what that I'm even mean when I'm saying that. But it didn't taste as that wild, sugary, like crazy sort of hit you get from like regular Coca-Cola. Um, cause it's so sugary, 
But uh, I don't know, guys. Try Y3000. <laughs> it's that is, like, it. some very Gentile shit. Like, I want to try the specific... <laughs> gonna look for the specific kind of coke. Like, I... I know. I couldn't believe we were doing it. Yeah. I was like, it felt like we were on a journey. Um, the most exciting city in the world. <laughs> the most art and culture in the entire world. <laughs> No, it's embarrassing. It really is. I was like, we're, I'm in my 30s. Bitch. No, that's some quirky <laughs> fucking 500 Days of Summer oh, montage. We're going to get that Coke. Gotta find the, the Coke. Tape. Gotta find the Coke. Yeah. yeah. Gotta find the Coke. Uh, we found the Coke. Then just watch more TV. Then I bought Monopoly. This is how, I, I had a really busy week. Like, I had a really crazy, like, weekday. Like, I was, like, I did, I had. Me too, me I too. Had, I had such a, like, I, I did too. Yeah. I really did too. That's why I was, like, I was a, <laughs> I was an actual potato this weekend. But I'm, like, yeah, I was. I didn't want to do anything. Overly stimulated, overly regulated. Yeah. Everyone was doing fucking CNN correspondence, di- international diplomacy on their fucking Instagrams. It was so Everyone's intense. Instagram page. Everyone's Instagram page has been an essay. And then Nightmare. I'm like trying to read it and like educate myself because I'm like, well, I'm, you know, here I am over here, a Gentile. And then, but I'm like everything you look, it's like everyone's giving like major, major personal debriefs of how you're supposed to think. And I was like, this is, you know, trying to figure it out. Um, but it's a, a lot to take in. Obviously. Yeah, totally. Um, let alone just the sheer sort of terror of um, knowing that people are at war. I hate it, obviously. Um, but I, I think I was trying to, I was telling Rufus this weekend, like, just imagine, just to try to give some insight into, like, being a Jewish person, it's like, we're not saying, oh my God, give us sympathy or we deserve the most compassion. It's just the thing the thing that we have been scared about that we've all had nightmares about right. since we were little kids yes. was that Nazis yes. were going to break into our room. Every little Jewish girl has had this nightmare that Nazis were going to break into our room and capture us and rape and torture mm-hmm. us. And so then that happened mm-hmm. and it doesn't take away what's been happening to Gaza and Palestinians, but mm-hmm. and, yes. And so it was like, it's like yeah. having to be like my worst fears are come true, true and it doesn't feel like anybody cares, but they do care. But Social media doesn't allow for real intimacy, so yeah, it's just a mind. Yeah, because when everything is like every time, you know, it's just like feed the algorithm. And yeah, so it just feels like everything is just continuing on. Totally, and there's that this sort of um, endless vacuum of oh my god, yeah, social media. It sucks. Oh no, um, but. Yeah, I just didn't want to do anything this weekend. And the weekend before, I had been traveling for a comedy festival, and I was just like, I'm, I'm, I'm a done for. But um, you're in the prime of your relationship. This is the time where you should be laying in bed, bad. watching sex, looking, yeah. watching sex. Watching, watching sex, sex. Yeah. watching sex, having <laughs> sex, drinking Coke. Yeah, drinking, drinking a Coke, doing the thing. Um, and... Um, my God, I think we just kept watching weird, like oscillating between Anti Grud Show and, and Forensic Files. But then we played Monopoly and he beat me, so I was mad. You know? mm. I didn't have any money by the end, and I said, "This is what it feels like to be a woman." Okay, you have all the money, I have nothing. What I does he do get. for? What does he do for work? Works in tech, that motherfucker. Just like people with normal jobs, you know. He's a normal here, like. I'm just over here, just getting by with my little draw, my tiny little drawings. Is when people like to talk down to you. They go, "Oh, you do those little drawings, don't you?" You go, "Yes, oh yes." They're so small, you could just flick them right away, you know. <laughs> oh my god, I know that's such a woman thing. People always do that to me. They're like, "My the, oh, your the, little the, thing." Oh my god, the thing I hate that's so common is when people are like. Oh, you're still doing that? Good for you. It's so cute that you do that. <laughs> yeah, your little movies. Oh, my God. They're horrible. I'll never forget one of my brother's friends, like, when I first started doing all this stuff and filmmaking and everything, he's like, have you ever thought about, like, filming people's weddings? And I was like, I would like to punch you in the face <laughs> in this moment. I, actually, I would like to leave this home and punch, punch you in the face, leave the yes. home. Yes. Have I thought about filming people's weddings? <laughs> Thank you. 
But shit, now after the strike, I'm like, maybe I'll get into that. I don't maybe. know. I know, right? I'm like, I literally draw at people's weddings now, so I'll take any money, you guys. Are you are you in the writers' guild? When I draw any, I am close, but I'm not in yet. I'm so close. Um, and I had a big project um, that was, and then it wasn't because of the strikes. So yeah, I don't know what's happening. I don't know. Well, what's maybe they'll right maybe they'll pick it back up because a lot of things yeah. they're, they're picking back up. Yeah, it's um everything's just unclear when I know everyone is in limbo still, even though it's like the strike ended. But you know, it's a, obviously takes a long time for thing people to get back online. Um, but um, no, I'm close, and I I'm, I like to say I, I'm stalking the guild. I'm I'm watching. I'm on the sidelines. <laughs> well, baby, get in the ring. Like you just have to be yeah. like, I'm in the guild. And then, and then it will <laughs> just happen. Start telling people. Just yeah. start coming to the meetings. Get a t-shirt. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh, I know. I was mad when someone, someone in the city was giving free haircuts for people in the guild, and I was like, "Well, I do need a haircut, and they are expensive." It's <laughs> like I cannot afford one, but I would love to say that I'm in the guild just for that, that great look, you know. Nice. Um. <sighs> what did you do Sunday? Oh my god! I had the best Sunday. Uh, we went and saw the Taylor Swift movie in IMAX. Oh my god, you did! Yeah, it was amazing. Was it beautiful? Was it spiritual? Yes, I didn't understand the hype, and I was like yes, posting okay. all about it the whole time. Or afterwards, yeah. I was just like, "Okay, I I fucking get it. Like, she's yeah. not Beyonce. That makes sense. She's a storyteller. She's a writer. Yeah, that's she, what her. It's her lyrics. It's her man. fucking lyrics. And I'm like, there's just something about watching a woman. She's like, here are the songs I've been making alone since I was mm-hmm. 15, and we get to just, like, go on this journey, and they're, part s- of it. they're so specific, and they're so universal, and just the experience, like, I, I know. know it was one, it was like a one eightieth of, I'm sure, what the concert was, but it also was 25 I bucks. I imagine. Yeah. I know. But it was, I know. It was affordable. Thing, I felt like I was the only one that didn't go to the concert. Like, I felt like everyone I knew was going to the concert. I was like, how are you guys going to this concert? Like, I, I don't know how you paid for this, or how you even got the ticket when Ticketmaster fucking shut down and all that crazy drama like I was so impressed that anyone even got a ticket and then I really felt like I was like the only girl not invited to the party but like the reason I wasn't invited is because I couldn't afford the party. no I I mean I'm um, like it, it it was it's against my values to spend that much money like I I don't actually course. I actually think she could have made it cheaper and she chose I'm not sure to she and she's a billionaire I mean she's not perfect yeah. she's gonna be a billionaire no. after this so I'm like you could have made your tickets a hundred bucks. You could have made your tickets two hundred yeah. bucks, but to make them five hundred dollars minimum, like it was insane. No, I didn't get that at all. And go, 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 was... go! See IMAX. But I will go. I'm go see it in IMAX. Oh my God, I'm it's amazing. Do it this weekend, I'm totally gonna do it. It's so inspiring. I'm writing a musical right now, and I'm like, this was. The, oh, you are. This is like the most inspiring thing for me to see. Like, yeah. it was just. It's it's a Broadway show. Like, she's unbelievable. Truly, you're dancing in the. I'm like dancing down the aisle with like 10 year old girls like it was incredible oh that's beautiful okay okay all right I'm excited I um I was reading this whole article that like movie theaters were actually really pissed at Taylor because um she did like a she like secretly said the movie was coming out the day before without actually telling AMC it was a weird no 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 they fucked her over they fucked her over and she dropped the ball this was like I don't, I'm not sure exactly, exactly what the news was, but she was like, Hey, let's make a deal. I'm about to make you guys like so much fucking money. And they dropped the ball and were greedy. And she was like, fuck it. I'm just going to like, I I don't know anything I'm talking about. I just know there was a lot of talk about it in the guild. Like she basically was like, interesting. Fuck you. I'm going to own. All I saw was this like, um, IndieWire article just being like over the confusion or something. Um, but you saw it. Okay. That's great. I was wondering, I was like. I, I would have gone if I hadn't gotten my raging period. Um, I had a, just just cramps up. Is your period really bad? There's usually just one or two days. Like, otherwise, it's like, I've, like after that, I'll forget that I'm even on my period. But there's, like, that, that window of time where I, I want to die. Um, but I somehow made it. I'm so out. sorry. Like, I'm, that... <laughs> That's yeah. I, no, it's, that is horrible it's, that it's we just are conditioned that that that's okay. There should be medical studies and research, and they we like we should have a Viagra so for your period, like a, a. I know. I 
know. Just eat an Advil like it's candy, you know? That's not okay. Um, I'm sorry. It's really unpleasant, and and obviously it also affects your feelings so wildly. Um, but I, I did... I pulled myself up. I didn't think I would be able to do it because I was like, I don't honestly think I can. But And then my friend was having a clothing swap. And I really love a clothing swap because it's like you go shopping for free. And I always seem to meet really other interesting women at them. Like it's always like I know two women, but I don't know the rest of the women there. And I always come away having met a bunch of great women of New York um, who all do really interesting things. And then I have, like, clothes that I never would have even, like, had the opportunity to have um, to my friend Morgan. And I can't believe I did it because I found out not only was I cramping, but the train was fucked up. And it was going to be really hard for me to get to her apartment. But I was like, I'm fucking doing it, everyone. I'm going to be a big girl. I had to take several different, like, shuttle train Mm -hmm. situations. Mm -hmm. Um, And I got there. Shocking. Okay. Um, And then I had a lovely-ass time. I had a lovely time. I got two pairs of glitter sparkle pants that are, like, wild that I'm so excited about because I also just decided my holiday party is going to be disco themed. So now I, now I can really commit to everything. You're ready to go. My glitter. And, um, and yeah, I met a bunch of great women. I found out, I met another woman who also hosts a pumpkin party, a pumpkin carving contest at her home. I was like, I, there's more of us. (laughs) Oh, that's so Um, cute. Keep keeping, keeping, keeping the art of pumpkin carving alive here in Brooklyn. Um, and and I had this wild interaction on the train with like, which you never know. Someone starts talking to you on the train, and you go, oh, oh no, you know, like it's yeah. gonna be horrifying. Um, but because first this guy's just like, what, you know, I had a tote bag that said the National Cartoonist Society, and he's like, what is that? And I started to explain. I was like, oh, I'm a member, you know, blah blah blah. I started explaining what it is, and then he's like, what do you do for a living? And then he's all shocked by what I do, of course, because. You, you know, rarely you, do you ever hear anyone is actually a cartoonist for their <laughs> job. Um, but but then he starts telling me about his life and like that he's like been all the years, like almost 30 years he's been in New York. But before that, he's actually in the military and he lived out in San Diego. And I was like, oh, so, you know, like I know the Midway is there and there's actually he's like, you know, the Midway. And it's like, I'm like, yeah, it's this old that ship there at the naval base because um, my great grandfather, there's a statue of him. Um, at that naval base on the water there and then I was like I don't know if you've heard of and I start telling him like the history of my grandfather and he was an admiral in World War II and and he knew every and he just (laughs) just the fact that like what a random person to meet that he actually knew what I was talking about of this like battle and and he was like totally like excited and interested he's like that's your grandfather and I was like whoa so that's so cool connection on the train right now um, and then he wasn't weird, so that was cool. He was like, he's like, I'm not being weird. I'm not gonna like ask for your number. I was like, cool, thank you. <laughs> Appreciate. <laughs> thanks for what not. Thanks for not ripping me. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> Have a great day. Oh god. And um. Do you normally train. listen to like? Do you normally have your AirPods in, or are you just like? I a... actually never do because I have a active fear that I'm not going to know something's happening. Um, Interesting. Like, I, I don't want to know, or I don't want to not know that, A, there's maybe something violent happening on the train, or I don't know that there's maybe a disturbing man near me. I want to hear and know everything. Bec- I'm afraid of being turned off to not, like, being aware of my surroundings on the train. That's so interesting. I mean, it makes sense, but I, I wish you could just relax right I know and then one of, one of my girlfriends always tells me she's like I feel safer because then I don't hear the weird shit yeah. that's often yeah. is said to me yeah and I'm like I see what you're saying like I hear the whispers I hear the sexual whispers all the time um and they suck and they make you feel horrible but then at this I'm like so I, I could wear headphones and like turn myself off to that but then yeah I'm afraid of my like alert system being down I think, I I think whatever makes the person feel like for your friend, it's tuning it out for you. It's tuning in. Yeah. 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 Cause I, there was a really violent man on a train recently that like literally 
And I was right. Like, he hated women, and he started to tell everyone on the train that he hated women, and he started to lash out. And I, I clued in before everyone else because I was watching him. And yeah. I was like, there's something wrong. There's yeah. something wrong. And I started grabbing all the women on the train. I was like, we we all actually really need to leave because, like, I don't know what he's going to do. Did you switch started, Did you switch trains? Yeah. Yeah. And I, like, was just grabbing. All, I was, like, looking at them. I was like, you need to get away. And, like, so. Ugh. That's the downside, obviously, of New York. Um, something I did not really actively experience, obviously, anywhere else. Like, I think um, being in the way New Yorkers are shoved up against each other. Like, in L.A., like, there's obviously still horrible things that happen in L.A., but you're not facing them as often. Well, and you have your car. You have your shell. Yeah. Like, you're, my car yeah. is my armor. My car is my home. My car exactly. is my wardrobe. Like, there's exactly. not that's the magic of New York and it's also what's fucking relentless and exhausting about it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um Let me see your dog. But anyway, oh my god, let's see this sheet. Hey Marjean, do you want to wake up? <gasps> Come here. Hi sweetie. Hi Come sweet here. girl. Come here. Come here. Come on up. Are you going to jump up? Are you going to jump up? There we go. Oh, look at that gorgeous girl. <laughs> Hi. Thank you. Very good. The gorgeous. Oh, my She's God. She's very cute. What are we going to do? Really proud of her because she didn't go in the East River today because she has a really bad habit of running into the East River. And she thinks it's hilarious. And then we have to have a huge bath because it's disgusting. That's so funny. To go in the East River. It's a really bad habit. Wait, Hillary, that's like a very adult thing to have a dog in New York. That's like a very. I know. I can't believe I do. Give yourself some credit. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, God. She's three. Um. It's really wild. I think of, like, I do sometimes, I miss my old self that, like, got to, like, disappear in the city for the full day and be like, I'm just walking wherever the fuck I want to walk over Manhattan. I'm going to go to this diner. I'm going to go here. So I don't have that luxury anymore. Um, But I do have more jeans. So you you, you give and you take, honey. And your boyfriend's two doors down, famously. So no, I know, and I use it to my advantage. (laughs) I do. He does a lot for me. (laughs) Um, And what was I gonna? Last thing I want to say about the weekend is we started a documentary that I that the um, Duplass brothers produced, um, Last Stop, Last Stop Larima, and it's, I've only watched the first half hour, and I just think everyone needs to see it. It's about a town in Australia that only has 11 people in it, and then one of those people goes missing. Whoa. And it's really, um, it's really has, like, very Duplass brothers vibes of, like, just like weird small town stuff and funny interviews and what look at all these characters but then like one of them is gone and then you start to so that something quite sinister is happening in this town of only 11 people well did one of the people in the town start making the documentary um i think that it started well okay so i've only watched half a half hour on it and i think because the town is known in australia as being this kind of hilarious like only 11 people live here there's oddly a lot of news footage um mm. so there's mm. a lot of footage from like news centers that they're using for and then i guess a lot of the townspeople used like their old video cameras a lot so they have a lot of footage of just like the 11 of them like at the bar which is really the only thing there um, but then this guy, Patty, I mean, it seems, I don't know, I'm half hour in, it seems like someone killed him, which is really terrifying Patty, like, in the community of Patty. 11. Um, but I, I need to finish it, but that was how my night ended. Because I'm, well, I actually watched like three different movies on Turner Classic Movies, and I stayed up drawing, but. <laughs> um, oh, that's fun. You watch movies while you draw. Yeah, I do most of the time. I'm not a person. Well, actually, if I'm writing a script, I want silence. Um, like, I want to... But when I'm writing and all these... Other, I, I don't like silence. I think mm. it's because I, I, I was... I think it's because I'm from a big family. I really, yeah. like... A murmur is great for me. I want I want a little chaos, a little murmur, a little noise to drown out my own 
anxiety. What was I do? What was I? What was I doing the other day? I was like, was that a doctor or I was at something, and I was falling asleep as other people were in the lobby talking and I was like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh this This is like my parents having a dinner party it's like I love that it's the safe space yeah it's a total safe space it's it's something I've actually been having a lot of conversations about recently that I was like I am so much more comfortable in chaos and obviously by chaos I don't mean actual chaos I mean you know just Just family yeah hectic family Hectic family makes me feel really good because it's obviously how I learned to be a person coming in as like the last member. Um, how many siblings do you have? I have three. Um, and they are also a lot older than me. So every, I just was like a, a little, a little, a little whoops, a whoops, a daisies baby. Um, and everyone was already like 10, 10 plus and they were just living their lives. And then suddenly there was a baby around and I, I do that. I mean, I was always, yeah, I hung out with older people cause I had to, <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, that's like my boyfriend. Like all his sisters are older. He's what about baby. you? Do you have I, a lot of siblings? I have one sister, um, yeah, one older sister, and we're very close. And I'm like always so curious about having multi- mm. more than one sibling because I'm yeah. like, that's so cool that you have that times three. You have yeah, and it's well also, and then I guess I wouldn't. For me, it's like there's some of my siblings I'm much closer to than the other. You know, like there's like yeah, a right range in our in the types of relationships I have, as and they and they've also changed over the years. Like, I'm actually, like, there was years where I was much closer to my brother. And then now I feel like my oldest sister and I are the most, you know, like, emotionally attached to each other. It's sort of, it's funny. And they also all have children now, so I'm the only one that has has yet to procreate. Aww. Um, That's so fun. So the family, it keeps getting better, okay? Um, You're young, but... Hillary. Just enjoy where you are. Oh, my God, I'm not. Oh, oh no, no, no. Don't worry. <laughs> I, I am not. Um... <laughs> I'm not worried. I'm not Just worried focus on getting that. into the Writers Guild and then everything will work out. Get, get <laughs> right. that health yeah, insurance. I know. <laughs> yes, I know, right? I wouldn't dare do it without. Um, but, okay, so um, normally we like to rate our weekends 1 to 10 at the end of the episode. And I don't know. I don't feel. Mine was fine. Where would you put your weekend? I think, I don't think it's going to be, you had a. Honestly, this is going to sound like really Pollyanna, but like this kid was getting bar mitzvah at Temple and the dad was like, after this week, like the fact that I can even sit here and say hi to my son and that I'm proud of you is a gift. And that's why I'm like, I, it feels like I have to give it a 10 because I'm alive. Mm. I don't always feel that's that. That's beautiful. No, I know, but that's okay, because I'm, and I'm glad I'm here to witness it. I think that's beautiful. Um, well, now I have to give it to No! You're not Jewish! <laughs> no, but I will. Okay? <laughs> I will give a 10. I mean, you, I you had sex all day and watched TV with your boyfriend in the rain. I mean, yeah. what what's better than that? Yeah. <laughs> and then I got sparkle pants. I mean, oh. come on. Come um, on. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, well, okay, I need to make dinner. Talking. I need to pee. Yes, it's yeah. over. Yeah, okay. No, I just, I was saying thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. I was saying goodbye to you. <laughs> I thought you were opening a new tab. I was like, Hillary, <laughs> what'd you have for dinner on Saturday? Like, no. no. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, literally was going to say thanks for talking to me, Jesse. My God, she's aggressive. <laughs> no, I'm just, I have boundaries. I said six. I know. I, I got to make tacos. I know. That was What'd You Do This Weekend with Hillary and Derek. And a quick thank you to our band, Caravella. You can follow us at This Weekend Pod on Instagram, where you'll be able to see photographic evidence of our weekends and our guests. And you can send compliments or cease and desist notices to our email at thisweekendpod at gmail.com.